Welcome back to the Pocono Race Podcast, the off-season edition, season number four for us here with our podcast series. And as you guys know, we're highlighting NASCAR fan podcasts. And this next one, would you even consider these guys fans or are these guys pretty much professional YouTubers that just love NASCAR? I think it's a little bit of both, man. I think uh, I think they're definitely huge fans, but they they have a very strong uh, opinion about about the sport, and they uh, you know they've been doing this for, for quite a while, especially on the YouTube. Uh, if, you, if you've ever searched anything NASCAR related on YouTube, probably something that they have done uh, between all these guys uh, has shown up in your feed. Yeah, they're uh, they're pretty spectacular. I mean, they have 128 episodes of this podcast, and but I mean, these guys were talking about some of their income is from YouTube. I'm I'm interested to talk to them. I'm interested to learn some more. Like we've talked about, we'll learn some things. Yeah. Um. We'll, we'll get ready to bring them in here. What do you guys think? Let's do Let's it. Let's do it. Get right, right to it. All right, bringing in the crew from the NASCAR Weekly Podcast. Let's get started. Um. You know, with a couple of these shows creators, Danny. We'll kick it off with you, man. Welcome to the show. Thank you guys for putting on a NASCAR podcast. How'd this whole thing get started in your world? Oh gosh, how did it get started? It all started, uh, there's four of us now, but it started with uh, me and the iceberg. So I, I just got started on YouTube. Uh, so did Jarrett. Um, he had a pretty good video takeoff. I had a pretty good video takeoff. He found mine and uh, he emailed me just randomly out of the blue one day. And I remember I look at my phone, I was like, huh, what's this? This guy said he liked my stuff, wants to talk sometime. So we just get, uh, it wasn't Zoom, it was a Google Hangout. So we got into a Google Hangout and we just started talking. We were like, hey, we could do this. We could do that. Why don't we start this live show where we just talk about whatever's happening in NASCAR? So we did that just immediately following the 2018 dual races at Daytona. So me and him, we get on and we're talking. Like, I think there's, it said there's three viewers, three live viewers. Keep in mind, mm-hmm. we have about 300 or 400 people who watch us live now. But we're talking to three viewers. And I think two of them was just me and him just having it up to where we chat. So there's only uh, one person probably listening to us. They probably keep ducking in and out the whole time we're, we're talking about whatever. And uh, it we just we just talked for, what was it, like an hour and a half, Jared? How long was it? Um, it, it was somewhere around there. Uh, and then I know we, we talked all through the duels and stuff. And I, I just remember the funny part of that was is that – Danny was like a lap behind me through his feed. Yes. So I'm just like, oh, so did you see that? And he's like, don't spoil it. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, cool. And he's like, oh yeah, did you see it? I can't remember who won. So and so. So so and so won. I'm like, yeah, I've kind of known for the last like 45 seconds. Bite your tongue. Were you able to keep like a straight face to be like, oh no, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was honestly like very nervous at the time because I'd never been live even in front of one person. So I was just sort of just like trying to keep all my nerves together because. At least at the time, I was quite introverted. I, I've gotten a little bit better at this now, but at the time, I was like super nervous. So I'm just like, I'm just gonna stay quiet, and if I need to talk, I'll talk. And then who joined? Who joined as this thing progressed? Who joined first, Eric or Darren? Or was it kind of? So it was Eric, and one night he was uh, he was streaming Fortnite at the time, and me and Jarrett, me and Jarrett, been talking. It's like we need something else for this because. We're, we're getting maybe like only 15 people watching us really at that point. And we're like, we need something else. We need something to let us like get like an extra uh, like added bonus to the show. So I was like, you know, I've been following this guy named Eric for a long time. And he seems like he's putting out really good content, has a pretty good mind like us. He's about our age too. So why don't we just try to get his attention? So we've kind of more, <laughs> it feels, feels weird saying this, we borderline spammed his chat while he was streaming <laughs> Fortnite until he would finally just 
talked to us on Twitter and then we invited him to one of our episodes and then that went good. And we said, Hey, would you like to try this? And surprisingly he said, yes, I'll let Eric take the story from here. Yeah. So I've been doing YouTube uh, the longest, I guess, of the, of the four of us here. I've technically been on YouTube since 2011 doing NASCAR related content in some way, shape, form. It's changed a lot over the years, but I'd been doing it a while and I'd, gotten to know some people but for the most part for years i was very uh kind of reclusive i like like jared said uh, he he says he was kind of anti-social or you know not great speaking in front of people i just refused to do it i didn't do any live stuff for the longest time i didn't like collaborate with anybody i i I was very much on my own uh until i met these guys and i genuinely don't know what it was i think what it was was i saw y'all spamming my chat because i don't stream i never stream fortnite very often so there's hardly anybody watching so it was very easy for me to see every single comment and give it my full undivided attention because there's like five people in there but uh y'all caught my attention i remember i went back then you know i did my research i watched one of your earlier like those stream y'all did done like the week before to like 15 people and when i saw that you guys were about my age and i heard the conversations you were having i was like all right these guys don't seem totally insane totally crazy let's do it so that was definitely so you an uncharacteristic example of me stepping out of my comfort zone there you know this is 2018 but i'm glad it happened because i really got on we first stream we went on, i think we went for over two hours and i was like whoa this is we just kept talking because you know what i loved about joining these guys was for the longest time i grew up in texas and I didn't know any NASCAR fans. I'm the only person in my family that really likes NASCAR. Like I got my dad into NASCAR is what I tell people, you know? So growing up, I didn't have anyone to talk racing with, with any sort of regularity. So meeting these guys and being on that first stream with them and talking to them face to face, more or less, you know, that was such a new and exciting experience for me. So I guess it just kind of, it, it caught my attention right away. And so I, I jumped on pretty much full time after that. And then, and then Darian was the last, the last yes. one to jump. Yes, I was the last one. Uh, so Jarrett sent me a DM um, while I was on spring break in, in Reno uh, way back in 2018. And I didn't, I didn't, um, I don't think I uh, looked at it for a month because I don't know, I just didn't see it at the time. So I could have yeah. sooner, but I, I, sent it, I sent it to you like the start of March, like you right did. around when Eric came on. And I think mm-hmm. you finally came on like the end of April. Yeah. I think I found it in April and I, and then I saw the date and I was like, Oh yeah, no wonder I didn't see it. I was on spring break and you know, in Reno. So I was like, okay, like, let me join this thing. Um, because um, I'll be honest. I was like, I was just getting started on, on YouTube, but like, like Eric was saying earlier, like, I mean, I just didn't collab with, uh, with, uh, with anybody. And I don't know, um, it was uh, getting kind of boring to be honest with you. So thankfully I found this, uh, this podcast crew and I don't know, just, um, I joined in April and, uh, haven't left since it's a blessing. It's kind of ironic you said it. Cause now like you collab with more people than anyone else in our group. Yeah. 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 It's just been getting around lately now. It's crazy, but yeah. But uh, this is like, this is my favorite collaboration though. The NASCAR Weekly Podcast Collective, um, they're basically family to me at this point. Well, you guys, um, we love the new breed, right? We, we need you guys. We need fans like you. Um, and I'm sure that your fan base is probably on the younger side as well. I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Yes. It kind of varies. Like we see him, we see him being as, you know, young as like teenage years to even into thirties and older we see. Well, I think, and I think we said it on our intro too. It's like, if you've ever searched anything NASCAR related on YouTube, you probably have seen something that one of you guys has put out. Um, so it's really cool that, that you guys kind of have created this, this a body of work essentially for, for all the NASCAR fans that are just, you know, I find myself at night, even myself, just type in the simplest thing on, on uh, NASCAR related on YouTube. And then I get down a rabbit hole and then I, I, 
bump into all you guys different content and, and and it's cool to see all that stuff out there so talk a little bit about you know kind of the, the different things other than this this podcast that that uh, you guys do as well on youtube and i mean like, like you said that you know we're are a fan podcast because we're all nascar fans first and i know before any of us started our youtube channels we were race fans first so uh, yeah, I mean, for what I do, I do mostly news and current events. I do my show out of the groove. And I started that just in college because even before I met these guys, I was still kind of itching to find people to talk racing with. And even though it was very unidirectional, it was just me talking to a camera. I'd read all the comments. I'd see all the discussion on Twitter, on Instagram, you know, everywhere. And, and I really loved that because I'd never had that before. So when I started doing that show and it started to grow, uh, it was extremely exciting. And then meeting these guys and, and, kind of collaborating with the podcast in 2018, adding that live component, kind of expanding my reach, expanding all of our reaches throughout the, the community, so to speak. Um, that I, I always said 2018 was the most fun year of YouTube. That I mean, like I said, I've been doing it since 2011. 2018 stood out as the most fun year. 2019 was probably more fun. This year, as down as it's been, you know, we, we've been able to keep this show going and keep our relationship going, which has been great. But I'm 100% with you. I think all four of us here, since we are younger and we do appeal to a wide range of fans, but mostly younger fans in their teens and 20s, people who say that, you know, they found my videos, they found our podcast, and that's what helped get them into NASCAR. That's like, those are the stories we love to hear. And I agree. I think that is super duper important, which is why I believe in what we're doing uh, with all of our different channels and this show specifically is we're giving kind of the younger NASCAR fan community uh, a collective voice and sort of a, a platform and a show to sort of rally around and and kind of look forward to each and every week. So I, I think we're all really proud of that. I guess I can go next. Like my stuff is just really, um, I don't know, just like I just dabble in uh, motorsports history now. At first it was uh, it was heavily um, concentrated on NASCAR history, but um, uh, this year I've really been venturing out to, um, to, uh, to watching more IndyCar, Formula One on the weekend. So I'm starting to transition into motorsports content as a whole. Um, and definitely next year, I do have uh, some uh, future content plans and stuff like that, that I necessarily haven't done before. So that'll be interesting from a uh, creative aspect. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know, um, me personally, I've just been uh, collabing with um, uh, not only uh, the podcast crew, um, whether it's the podcast or videos, but I've been venturing out into the sports community. There's motorsports YouTube, and then there's sports YouTube. And um, I don't know, I've just been talking about some football over there and all that stuff, you know, just um, I like the challenge of like, you know, just like talking about other things. And it's like, it's like, if you get called out, then I don't know, like, I don't take it personally. I just like, you know, take it as criticism and then like, oh, okay, we'll do a little more research on this topic next time, you know? Um, and, you know, it's the same for motorsports as well. You know what I mean? It's just, I don't know. It's just, it's, um, it's always fun to be on here. So I love it. On the subject there, and kind of just said with every video that I do, because my videos, my videos range in different kind of like subjects that I would do. Cause like I, I do some NASCAR history stuff with some of my more popular videos are my rise and fall series. Usually take a team, for example, like I'm working on Daryl Walter motorsports right now and do my research, look up, you know, how they start who did what in what year, uh, what was maybe a cause for their lack of success, what direction they go, who they sell to, those kind of things. But then likewise, like Eric has out of the groove, I do, I started a thing, I forget what year it was, maybe it's 2019 I started, Dandy B Needs a Minute, it's kind of went from like borderline, like I'd just be screenshotting all the news that happens in one week. And now it's more coming into like post-race, me just giving my thoughts and opinions on the races and that's about where I'm leaving it at right now 
but then I also do uh, vlogs and adventures. If I go out and go to a race, I try to vlog those races with my wife. She loves going to races with me, uh, loves being a part of those uh, vlogs and adventures. And then there's various more motorsports coming to Nashville where I live at now. So there's all kinds of uh, rooms for rooms for future content with motorsports and NASCAR now and uh, in, in Nashville. So um, just kind of adapting over the years and it's called been like evolving ever since 2018 and as far as like the content that i do on my channel yeah i'm kind of in the same boat with that uh because like when i i've said this before when i start uh started my channel was like i i had made it a while ago just as like a burner account i'm like i'll just comment stuff here and there and i'll just the iceberg is my old high school nickname from football like just saying that now and i'm like i'll just put it on here and no one will know who i am What's, what's your, why is it, where'd you get the nickname? So, but I'm glad you brought that one up. Go ahead. Well, uh, I, I got the nickname because I was like, I, so I played like multiple positions on defense and stuff. And uh, one of the games, I just was off, you know, I was, I was pretty sick, you know, nausea, but also at the same time had like a bit of like, felt like cold or something too. I'm like, coach, like, can I like come out like a driver or something? Like I got to I just don't feel well. It's like I got like the worst cold ever right now, uh, which is kind of ironic seeing where we're at right now. Uh, and then my last name being Lundberg, he always could remember the Berg part of it. And he just, he's like, fine, just sit out iceberg. And like everyone started laughing on the sideline. It just sort of stuck from there. Good pun. And so like in 2015, I was still in high school and I'm just like, you know, iceberg, that's, that's pretty good one. I'll just put that on there. I'll probably never touch this thing again. So like three years go by and like in 2017, like, I don't know if it's too apparent in the background, my family were big Earnhardt fans. So 2017, no, not yeah, <laughs> juniors <laughs> retiring. And at the time I'd actually, for a few years, just, you know, I attributed to being more just a teenager more than anything, but for years I had been sort of just falling slowly away from the sport. I hadn't agreed with a lot of the changes that had been going on uh, and I'd become more of a Dale junior fan than a NASCAR fan. And I didn't want to give it up. So I'm like, I'm going to make a YouTube channel. I'm finally going to bite the bullet and do it. I've wanted to do it for five years now. And I got on there and started doing that. You know, it was originally just the podcast I would do on there, whatever weeks it was mine. And then I started doing stuff with like NASCAR history and sort of like one video every week, then the one video plus another every two weeks. And it just sort of built up from there. And now it's sort of like a hybrid between like, Sometimes I do like videos on history. Other times I do videos on like, you know, what if scenarios, hypothetical scenarios. And then other times I'll cover what's going on and do more commentary based uh, with current events that it's sort of, it, it changes with what I'm interested in. Like, that's the thing that I found with it is that as long as I just have fun with it, like, and show the passion for it, views and all that stuff will come with it. Subscribers, all that stuff. And so I just basically do whatever I, I like to do to have fun. Like I might, you know, next year I might do more videos and more live stuff if I want. I might go more into history again, or I might do stuff that's present again. Just whatever, whatever stuff that I have fun with and people that watch have fun with. It seems like you guys are obviously have a lot of hands and a lot of different things, which is incredible. Um, and it all seems to circle around just an absolute love of motorsports and NASCAR. So Again, the exact reason why we're doing this outreach and why we're doing this during the off season to do this podcast to really highlight, you know, what folks like you guys are doing um, for the sport, um, you know, kicking back to what your podcast has done, right? You've been associated with this podcast since 2018. 
what uh what is basically what's what's been the best memories or or best episodes that you guys have been a part of to where you just constantly look back at that and go that was the episode that was my favorite one uh, that will always be my favorite one and nothing's going to beat it i can answer that one first uh i i think it kind of goes the same for all four of us here so <laughs> i might be speaking for all of us but it's got to be when we had Mark Martin on. Yeah, that that yeah, guy, yeah. that uh-huh. guy was absolutely a blast to talk to. And the thing is, uh, I don't think he realized like we were a two-hour show because he just <laughs> kept wanting to talk after it was like his. It's like, oh, it's like Mark, your segment's done. You don't. Yeah, have you to don't got to do nothing. He's like, so, I don't care. <laughs> like we were on Eric's channel, so he turned on some music and put up like a little uh, image or something like that because we had like a a little ten-minute intermission just talking to Mark Martin behind the scenes. Yeah, we had told him beforehand, oh, you'll be on for about the first 30 minutes. And I guess that just went right through his mind because 45 minutes, 50 minutes, and he's still telling us story after story after story. I mean, it was Mark. We didn't want to stop him. But at some point, like, like, does he, you know, he's a Hall of Famer. His time, he may not say it, but I'll bet his time is more valuable than ours. We don't want to keep him here if he does other things to do. Mm -hmm. So at some point, we were just like, like, let's just halftime let's 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 see what's going on does mark want to stay is he is like is he quickly like we didn't want to kick him off on air we certainly did not want to kick him off period we just wanted to make sure he knew it was gone because like i said earlier when i first got on the show and i realized we were talking for two plus hours i was wore out so i didn't want to i didn't (laughs) want mark martin to be there for three hours wondering when this whole thing was going to end but yeah no i think danny's right i think all four of us would say the mark martin episode was extremely uh, remarkable earlier this year he was just super generous with his time and uh like all these years i I, tons of drivers say mark martin was like a hero to them a role model to them and i always figured yeah well he he always seems like a nice guy he's obviously a really talented driver but hearing him talk and you know talk give you his time and everything oh i completely get it i understand why he was so popular among drivers then drivers now like that is the guy i think everyone should be looking up to if you're trying to get into motorsports if if you just want a, a solid role model mark martin is Mark Martin was really awesome to talk to. So I think I agree. That was probably the most fun episode. And, and what really was funny too. So Eric had a really good decision during it. Cause like a lot of times he'll do it where it's just everybody's shown it once. And sometimes it can get hard for viewers to like focus on which one's talking. Well, Eric had it focused on whoever the speaker was and Martin for the most part was a speaker, but on the top, you could see like all of us, like, you know, our small profiles. And I think I physically encapsulated everything that, uh, we were feeling because I was just sitting there like this, like, yeah, I don't know. I was like, like, is this real? Like, is it real? Mouth (laughs) open, just listening to story after story. And I'm just like trying to soak it all in. Um, But yeah, that, that one for sure, I think is my favorite one. I mean, it was the one that we had, uh, I think the most build up and hype through the week for Mm -hmm. Uh, he, I think he stayed on longer than any other like major guest we've had. Mm-hmm. I think Haley Deegan stayed on for an hour before. Yeah. Um, so that's about the only guest I think that stayed on that long. That's that high profile. Uh, and, and it was the one that we had like the most people watching. I think that was like the first episode we ever got over a thousand people watching live at once. And so we're just like on cloud nine, just going, just asking every question we can mm-hmm. think of. Cause at the same time, like I said, we were in awe just listening to all these different stories. Some of them we had never even you know, heard of before. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and it was also cool because we had uh, one of our friends and fellow YouTube creator Slapshoes on the show, and he is a lifelong Mark Martin fan. He just recently did a whole series about Mark Martin on his YouTube channel. So having him be a part of the panel, getting to ask his favorite driver mm-hmm. questions as well. I, I'm that was a really cool we've had a trend of pairing youtubers with their favorite drivers for the past two years pretty much you guys have progressed obviously you know
know, you've definitely started to perfect your craft. You understand how to put videos out there, what's going to gain the most views. You know, for this is also to me another uh, an opportunity for other people to start podcasts and other people to start YouTube pages. You know, we want to see that NASCAR content continue to grow. Um, just again, case in point, two years of what you guys are doing. You have Mark Martin on, you have Haley Deegan on for an hour. Kevin Christie, when was the last time we had any NASCAR driver or personality on for more than seven minutes before I got a text from the PR rep being like, wrap it up, Heaney, we got to go. Um, yeah, yeah. What are you doing wrong here? I don't know what I'm doing right. I've worked with half these guys and oh. I can't get them on the show for more than 10 minutes at a time. But regardless of that, what, if you're, if you're, talking now to an audience who's thinking about starting something along these lines, what would you give them in terms of advice? That's been a question that we've seen grow from the last five other folks that we've interviewed so far. And I just want to hear from you kind of what your insight would be to somebody who's looking to start a show or start a podcast. My, my advice would be if I'm, if I'm in my shoes from a couple of years ago and I'm thinking about doing this, at the time there wasn't really too much like variations of content out there. My advice would be don't try, don't try to be this person. Don't try to do what this person does. Try to take, you know, what you want to talk about, but make it uniquely your own, if that makes sense. Like I found YouTube channels, not in a NASCAR platform that had things that were working for them. And I thought to myself, you know, I could, I could possibly make that work in the NASCAR genre and, kind of adapt it to my style so I guess it's always you know try to be unique because if you just try to be a carbon copy of something else it's going to get lost in the shuffle just have fun just have fun that's the that's the most important thing whether it's 10 viewers or 10 million viewers watching you at the same time always have fun if you don't have fun then what's yep. the point of doing this you know yeah, that's 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 what Alan Bestwick, I think, told us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's how, yeah, that's what he told us, man. And I was like, oh, I was surprised by that answer. It was so simple, but it's the truth. I think in the world of podcasts and even motorsports podcasting, you know, there's a lot out there. There's there's a lot of really good ones out there, so it, it can be difficult to find a, your foothold early on. So I think it is extremely important that whatever topic you're discussing, whatever theme you want the show to have, it needs to be something you're extremely passionate about. Because if you're not passionate about, it, if you don't love doing it. If the views don't come in right away, if, if you, you, it's easy to get burned out. I know mm -hmm. people all the time that try to start YouTube channels or something like that, that get burnt out after just a couple months, because it's hard to find a, a solid audience in just a couple months. It does. And the audience and, and to add to that, the audience, they can basically see through you, whether you're mm -hmm. genuine or not, whether you're passionate or not. So, you know, if you get called out for anything, just, uh, you just got to deal with it and, uh, you know, just uh, get better as time goes and on. You're going to have some people who Whatever, for whatever reason have decided they don't like you they want they don't mm -hmm. want to support what you're doing they're going to be a hater no matter what and you can't, can't you can't change your mind honestly there's no point in trying to change your mind mm -hmm. yeah the best thing you gotta do is like it's gonna bother you for a few minutes you're gonna maybe mm -hmm. you know, think about whatever you're saying but you gotta remember wait a minute this is one person who you might see one person like this every few weeks yeah sometimes every few months and then you remember there's like 15,000 people who have subscribed to your channel because they like what you're doing for whatever reason. Yeah. It's just all about that mental toughness. You just got to make sure you have that. Well, go, going back to just the starting point, I think there's a, there's a few things that I really think of uh, just over the course of it that I've had to learn probably the hard way. Um, but the big thing, the big first thing is just take that step. Like that, that was, the, that was my biggest hang up for years. Like in, back in 2014, when I think I was, 16 15 years old I or 
you know, around that time, um, I, I like wanted to do this. And then I just kept pushing it off because I'm like, no, nah, no one will want to hear me. No, I'm, you know, nervous to talk in front of people. So like that, that's a big one is, is to, to take that first step. And then after that, like, you got to go slow. You know, at first it was just us talking in front of a few people on a Google Hangout. And over time we added, you know, time, a time frame we do it in. We like to keep it within like two hours, um, segments and guests, stuff like that. We, like it was something that had to come step by step. Uh, so that's a big one. And then the other part is just like, it's more work than it looks like. Like, and I don't mean to, to make a, a pun out of it here, but it really, what you see for those two hours during the week is the tip of the iceberg. There is 90% of, of what makes the show work is what happens beforehand through the week, stuff like that, whether it's researching stories to talk about, uh, getting guests on, just networking in general outside of it. There, the, it surprises a lot of people when they start out because a lot of them will think oh these guys can do it i can do it and then they'll burn out after like mm. 10 weeks of doing yeah. it and it's like it, it takes more i mean even this off season we're basically on a weekly basis meeting in a zoom you know in in zoom to to talk about what we can do for next year what some of the plans for different changes are um and testing out of, a few things all yeah that test testing out stuff and then on top of that you know we have a, a group chat and we talk every day you know, keeping each other in, in tune about everything. It's, it's a lot more work than people would like really understand, but the payoff is so fun. Like it's just the mm -hmm. fun of doing it is it's worth all of it. Think about some of the biggest names we've had on this season. Um, NASCAR president, Steve Phelps, that's one of them. And Jarrett, how many episodes did we go through where we thought he was going to be on, but we had to reschedule? Uh, yeah. Cause they all were during, the the covid outbreak so it was like there were three times we had to reschedule and we'd been working on it for let's see we Since had Bristol, him on 2018, yeah so right? so yeah no. so like we'd been working with his team for a good eight months i think mm -hmm. to get that thing set up it's just and, and he was and it was a fun interview don't get me wrong like mm -hmm. i know we talked up the mark martin one but that one was one of the top ones we did too um, I mean, there's people we've been working, you know, trying to work with their teams on for a good two years now to get them on. It's just, you got to keep grinding on it. Yeah. Like we talk about that one being one of the fun ones. The only other fun one we, we did was uh, Jimmy Johnson. It was just me and Jarrett and it was pre-recorded. It's funny. You mentioned something about getting a text from a PR person about needing to wrap it up. We, like, so me and Jarrett were midway in conversation with Jimmy Johnson and Jarrett told me afterwards his PR person tries to join the call. It's like, well, we, we kind of can't right now. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. What's the uh, most embarrassing thing that's happened on the show? Bobby Allison. Start off. Bobby <laughs> There's like so many. There's like a plethora of the stuff. So I don't know. Um, Darian, um, just, just tell them what, what's your favorite kind of uh, tractor? Like, yeah, tractor. <laughs> John Deary, not John Deere. <laughs> I always thought it was John Deary. Yeah, all the time i remember i said that live on stream and everyone just got silent and i'm like what's up and they're like you said it so wrong what did i say uh you said john deary and i was like yeah that's right <laughs> but it's the, not it's not right the midwesterner in me like just it was the funniest thing because like we don't darian being from out west doesn't have john deere tractors anywhere, and we don't really. and, we don't have uh, any lawns or anything like that in vegas and and, and, so, and so now whenever these guys come over to my house in nashville to visit uh i always have to take them down to my garage and say what's this 
<laughs> Didn't you let Darian drive your uh, John Deere around? Almost. Um, next time Almost. Uh, where I'm out there, we'll um, I'll drive it around. Uh, I, drive, I, drive the old John Deere. Yeah. But uh, no, okay. He says it's the John Deere. No, I I'm, I said this. I think maybe a few other, these other guys said this. Our first big name guest we get on our show. We're oh, all very that. excited. Mr. Bobby Allison, legendary NASCAR figure. That's right. And uh, Jared, how'd that go? So at the time we didn't use Zoom and we used Google Hangouts, which is, uh, it was about the jankiest system we could have yeah. used with it. We always had people popping in and out and different lag issues and stuff like that. And the hard part was, is that it did not let you have incoming calls from anywhere. Like you, you basically, if, if you're going to have a call in interview, and this is what we did with Alan Bestwick, Dave Despain, what we would have to do is put the phone against the mic so you could hear the answer. I remember those days. And then turn up the volume on the mic. So my ear is getting blasted out by anyone who talks, put it up against the phone, like mic uh, for Allison to hear. And then hope that it came across all right. And so it just, it was, went for 10 minutes. He, he gave like two or three answers. I think I asked him about like, you know, um, from like a, a special friend of ours asked us to ask him like about how it was racing against Earnhardt and Kale Yarbrough and, and people like them. And like, he was at a test that we, we think he might've forgot about it. We're not sure. Cause we set it up like a month in advance. I think he forgot about it. <laughs> I think he did. And so we, we go and through this interview and we hear cars in the background. He goes, hold on a second. I got to go to my car. I can't hear you. Goes into his car and you can still hear the cars going around the track. And like 10 minutes in, he goes, all right, guys, this ain't going to work. Click. Leaves. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I can't believe that happened in front of like 300 people. <laughs> yeah. uh, we know you guys are uh, big fans of uh, a couple other podcasts out there. So I'm, I'm pretty good friends with one of the, uh, the main hosts of that, that glass case of emotion shindig. So I want to introduce you guys to Mr. Chuck Bush down there. Chuck, why don't you mute yourself, man? Say hello. Hey, how's it going? I'm out of, I haven't uh, done anything with uh, Zoom in a while, so I forgot to do the headphones thing. Are you checking <laughs> yeah. your headphones? You want me to give you a second? Yeah, it'll take me like two seconds. To do. I can multitask. So, I mean, you know, I can talk and listen and do all that at the same time. <laughs> well, these these guys um, on the NASCAR Weekly Podcast, man, they they have a show that is uh, uh, 10 times better than anything we produce here at Pocono Raceway. Um, some of them, I would call them semi-professional slash professional YouTubers, um, making some, making some dough on some advertising on, on their channels. Um, but they are big fans of your show. So, you know, wanted to bring Chuck in here. And, and if you guys have any questions for Chuck, just about podcasting or just in general, fire away to Chuck. I mean, we have him here for the next couple of Uh, well, really, how's it going, man? I, I ain't seen you in a little bit. We, we've kind of worked <laughs> a little bit in the past, but, uh, I know it's been, it's been a minute. How, how have you been? How's things, uh, in, uh, what, Tennessee, Tennessee, yeah, yeah Tennessee. Uh, things are good. We're uh, getting all set for Christmas time here in Tennessee. Now, Chuck, these guys um, have had some pretty interesting stories about embarrassing moments they've had on. I know the glass case of emotion. It seems like it's about the same time frame that these guys started. What yeah. are what what are some embarrassing behind the scenes stuff that we've not seen that you guys had when you guys first started your podcast with you, Kim and Blaney? I mean, there's always that the first episode that uh is the unaired episode that uh we went we went for it that's the easiest way to say it like we uh, nascar said do stuff that's outside the box do stuff that's not uh, conventional and we probably went too far 
<laughs> with uh, where we could have gone. And they said, hey, maybe just just rein it back in a little bit. Um, not, not, podcast uh, like a blown one and couldn't couldn't air any of it. Yeah. I mean, we redid some of the topics for the first official show, but like we went all in and we're just dropping F-bombs left, left and right, uh, going like as blue as you could go. And uh, <laughs> wasn't good. That, no, it's like, I, it's I, like th there was an attempt. Yeah, yeah at least. Yeah. That's funny <laughs> now that you say it. We had, the, we had that problem. And when I say we, I had that problem for a little while. And the other three had to pull me aside and be like, okay, you need to like cut back the cussing. Like maybe like to an episode yeah and same so it, same with we, me as well so we well, can no, achieve I, that pg-13 rating you know you get but one he had his own like one. swear jar yeah so own, yeah. so what, what we made we made a game out of it and it, and we uh we called it my cussing abstinence mm -hmm. and that i did i can we want to see how long i go without cussing through episodes and it, and it's usually like maybe once a season i let one slip uh slip and i think this That's year it was like two races or two podcasts left and I'm like, I said, I only remember what I said. And I'm just, and everyone's just sort of in the chat, like, he said something. I'm like, ah, crap. I almost yeah. went the whole year without saying so it. <laughs> that's, that's my favorite thing is like fans will call you out. Like I have missed being out cuss words when we've said it. And then you get, oh, you missed one at the uh, 37, uh, 24 mark. <laughs> <laughs> Producing your show for you from miles yeah. away. Yeah, it's the worst. Who's the... Oh. Uh, they, they've said their best guest that they've had on the show is Mark Martin. Who's the best, who's the best kind of popping guest that you've had? On, I mean, last case, Dave Blaney is always good. Best guest from like a, like historical standpoint was Ray Evernham. Um, it was an episode that Kim wasn't there and Ray just kind of filled in and Blaney and I were both sitting there just like, keep, keep talking. Just, just tell us <laughs> all of the, and you He's can Martin. <laughs> yeah, you can see it in like Blaney's face when he's asking the questions. Like it's that like he was a fan. That was a good one. Uh, Craig Robinson was fun. We've had a lot, we've had some cool guests. I think that's my favorite part about your all show because you get Blaney in his comfort zone and you get mm -hmm. to see another side of him that no one else gets to see. Well, and that's we've joked about that that when drivers come on the show, we're not asking them about racing. Like we're not like you get they get asked the same questions had a running joke with uh, Bubba Wallace that, you know, like in a post-race interview, you could just go up and say, all right, can you give me a response one? Cool. Uh, now response two. Sweet. All right. Thanks. On the way. So. <laughs> in a way, I guess we kind of tried to do that too, because when we had Alex Bowman on, we started talking about Uncrustables with him because everyone knows he loves Uncrustables. Yeah. That episode. Well, he, it, he talked about that on our show, <laughs> about your episode on our show. Oh, oh really? Oh, really? I'm pretty sure he, I'm pretty, if it wasn't, if it didn't make it, it was, he was probably doing a round of them that day. And I was just like, so he's like, are we going to hear any questions about Uncrustables or anything? Cause I already talked about that today. And I was like, what? How long ago was that? Oh man. I, he was one of, he was on the, one of our first podcasts. So, um, could, could have been us. Yeah. yeah. Been you guys. Cause you, I don't know where else he would have talked about it. Or so. he just talks about Uncrustables on the regular, which isn't, it's not <laughs> out of the realm for Alex Bowman. seems like something he might bring up. Yeah, you never know. I think it's important for shows, for, for drivers to have the opportunity to be comfortable with them. I think because I think we can all agree driver personality in a lot of ways drives popularity of the sport in many mm -hmm. ways. So yeah. it's important for drivers, I think, to come across not just as relatable, but also as you know, fun or you, you want antagonists and protagonists, I think. So anything that brings that out, and and I think is is great. Anything that gets them away from, like you said, response one, response two, I think we're all fans of. 
Well, and if you build the rapport with them where you're talking about stuff that they want to talk about, mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's the same thing. Like if you're going on a date, you want to get the person that you're out on the date with to talk about themselves to make them feel like they're appreciated. So if you get the driver to talk about things that they want to talk about, like Kurt Busch loves the Cubs. So if you start talking about the Cubs, boom, you know, Kurt's happy. So, and if he's happy then, then they, you can ask the tougher question a little bit later on. You just get them in a good comfort zone. Mm -hmm. you have yeah. dating advice as part of your segment now. Yeah. Yeah. Or last case in motion. <laughs> kind of that one in there. You know, it's, like, it's, it's life advice. It's life advice. <laughs> everyone's got um, to grow up. Got to get that life advice. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Chuck, thanks for popping in here, man, and just showing your appreciation what these guys do. Um, you know, that, like I said, man, next generation of fans doing something really cool out there to keep uh, promoting to another younger general audience. So appreciate it, man. Hey, man, I love this sport and I love the fans. And it's always uh, it's fun, man. This is fun stuff. Like talking about NASCAR, talking about life. That's just fun stuff. So thank you for having me on. Thank you for the invite. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, appreciate thanks. you. Thanks for being on. Good talking to you. Later. 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 Bye bye. I like that talking about Kurt Busch with the Cubs because every time I'm at the track in the infield, yeah, that he brings he, it up. He, he and I always manage to like run into each other, and I'm just like, "So, did you see what the Cubs did this week? Yeah, yeah. You think they're gonna do this, this, and this? I'm like, I don't know, man. It's like it like four <laughs> or five times now. I think we've done that. Where right. We'll just like go and talk about the Cubs, and you know, it sucks. And I'll be with them. I'll be with them, and then as soon as they start talking, I'm like, "All right, I'm gonna go because like I don't know what they're talking about." <laughs> Cubs. Oh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Well, it was funny at Daytona, like at one point he saw me in the garage because I was like walking with Adam Stern for a bit. And then he like came over and started talking to Cubs with me. I'm just like, dude, you just like walked away from Chad Canals. Like, you, like you're, you're talking to the wrong Rockford native right now. <laughs> and you guys have been credentialed to some of these tracks, right? To come out. So like we've gotten hot passes, but not media passes yet as a whole. Er Eric, though, Eric, Eric has, has yeah, Eric has though individually. I've gotten a few. Yeah, I've gotten a few. I keep them because I've only had a couple. They're very important. Yeah, and plus, yeah, and still sitting somewhere. I don't know oh, where. Okay. Somewhere. <laughs> and and plus, um, I uh, I was also interning at at Las Vegas Motor Speedway for two years, so I've been in the media center, worked it, and all that stuff. So I know the I um kind of know what uh what um goes on during a a, a a race weekend. So it was a good experience for a lot for a lot of us though, like obviously before this year and what's happened we, we got to go to the daytona 500 and have hot mm -hmm. passes for that but um you know when we when we go in there it gives us a chance to do some networking uh produce some content like again i, I showcase vlogs different tracks such as see stuff that other people might not even know about might not get to see about they get to know for next time all those kinds of things uh, so hopefully hopefully things will be better next year where we can get back to some of that some of that kind of content too so uh, there, there would be some things we could possibly do if, uh, you know, becoming credentialed a little bit here and there in the future. But uh, again, we just work with what we get. Sweet. Well, we've been talking a bunch of the podcasters, and I think one of the things we want to do for sure, um, you guys do giveaways and stuff on your show at all? Do you guys do those? I have before. I don't know. If, have yeah. we, we, have on the, we, we haven't. We haven't done. We haven't done one on our on our show. Well, it's something we, we should probably try to do. Obviously, we sort of. We sort of did with the. Um, in a way like in a backhand way kind of with the fan streams we just put the zoom link yeah, in the chat yeah. and we'll just first hundred people to get in those are, are those are wild <laughs> yes <laughs> we gotta vet them we uh, do our okay. best to vet okay them. before we go back to that talk about embarrassing moments happen in our show the first time we decided to do a fan stream was back when we still did google hangouts and uh we, we put that link in the chat and then you know you can approve people on zoom which i love I that. broke loose 
uh yeah uh we had like 10 people in there there's people talking like crazy there's at one point there's a kid flying across the background for some reason i don't know what's going on so we ended up having to get rid of some people delete the link from the chat so no one else can join and we got left with uh three guys one of them was a guy who's also got a good following on social media named rusty walrus who i think is now working with the people over at motorsports games so it's Mm -hmm. kind of ironic that was the first time we got we, we uh we we really uh, talked of Rusty, became friends with him, and now he's been on the show like over ten times. I think a dozen times now. Yeah, he's he's, he's the only person other than the four hosts who have been on double digit episodes. I know that mm-hmm. for sure. I like I like that you introduced us at the beginning as like a super professional podcast. Meanwhile, we've had to do interviews with like phones up against microphones. Mm-hmm. We've had kids flying across the background before. Like it's 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 pandemonium. It's controlled chaos. I like, guess but, you're yeah. talking to us now that we're like three years in. We should be a little bit polished at this point. <laughs> yeah. What we want to do uh, with you guys with your giveaways and stuff, Chrissy, why don't you let them know? We want we want to give you guys something to give away to your fans. Yeah, sure. We're going to give you some free tickets to the 2021 NASCAR doubleheader um, so you guys can give away to your fan base if you want to do it on a live stream, whatever you choose to do. So they're okay. all yours. <laughs> okay. Thank you. All right. we, we put you to work on race weekend because we want to bring you up here. We want you guys to enjoy the doubleheader. Um, but we've been talking, and we think we may want to do something in the paddock area um, or in fanfare to where we do some some guest kind of NASCAR fan podcast, and we basically have a setup for you. Y'all show up. You guys invite your own guests. Come out to the racetrack and allow fans to interact even more with you. Of course, if you guys want to get some credentials, we can work on that as well. Obviously, it all depends on what's going to happen this year, but we'd love to have you at the Pocono Raceway this year for sure. Wow. wow. Really yeah. <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's kind of looking kind of my flight right now. <laughs> I'm definitely off definitely off for it. The Pocono Mountains is the place I'd want to just come see anyways. Like forget there's a racetrack there, but then the racetrack is an added bonus. So yeah. uh, that's definitely an area I'd like to come come check it out and for sure. We'd, we'd, I'd we'd never been. Be there. I never we were, been. So we were all kind of talking earlier this year. We were like, okay, what races should, should we try to go to? And then COVID happened. But yeah. Pocono Doubleheader was actually one of those we wanted mm-hmm. to do this year. Yeah, mm-hmm. super exciting. Yeah. Well, we want to bring you guys up here for it for sure. I mean, ton of racing, five races in four days right now. So uh, we'd love to have you up here. So we'll definitely stay in touch with you, fellas. Keep doing what you're doing. You guys are killing it on the internet and on YouTube. Um, you know, we're 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 becoming fans of all these NASCAR fan podcasts on the go here this off season. And we're hoping our audience will become fans of yours, and your audience will become fans of ours. That's what it's all about. Can continue to collaborate, continue to grow the sport. Thank you guys so much for all you do. Thank, Thank you. you. Really Thank us on. Thank you for having us on. Thanks, fellas. You have a good one. I don't know where Teal went. Teal, He's gone. Teal, Teal <laughs> he gone. left with them. I think we lost him too. We have another podcast after this, so I'm sure he's going to be on here. Um, as you guys know, we're recording all these. We're going to put them out in groups. Um, but those guys were fun. I mean, they are they have so much. They their content is ridiculous, as Kevin said. They're all over YouTube um you know check them out individually they have tons of content they're a part of other stuff too so if you're really interested in what they do um definitely check those guys out for sure and you can definitely tell in talking with them that their chemistry has grown over the what two three years that they've had their youtube channel just finishing sentences after one another and they just have that that friendship built and like you said they have their own channel so you can go check out what they have going on with news um as well as talk about nascar kevin's back we were ending the show. Where'd without- you go? I got ahead of myself. I was I was so excited for the next one that I just I was like, let's just go right to the next one and forgot to you know end this one. But how about those guys? If you ever talk about that, I know that's what we were just saying. 
that their rapport is incredible. And, and the, the crazy thing, it's almost like we're seeing this common theme, right? People are doing it out of fun because they need something to do. They wanted to talk more about NASCAR. They couldn't find that base in their hometown or locally. So they came up with this concept. But then these people from different walks of life are like, yeah, you know, you're kind of cool and want to talk about NASCAR. No, you're kind of cool to talk about NASCAR. Hey, this person has a, um, a Twitch channel. Let's go on there and talk to them. He's a motorsports fan. Let's bring him into the podcast. Like, it's just cool. This collaboration that's all come together to put yeah. on a really well-produced show. And that's something I was going to bring up too, that I was thinking about as we were talking to them, but we ran out of time there was that they all, all are from totally different parts like of, of the world or this tree country. Um, <laughs> and it's crazy that it's crazy that they all like met through this. Right. Like, and then, you know, they've, they've obviously met each other at different tracks and stuff like that. And they travel and meet up and it's, it's cool to see like stuff like that, that coming about. And we see that with all these podcasts, you know, some of these people have never really met, but they have a podcast together and talk about NASCAR. Chrissy, what we got to do in order to listen to these and, and listen to their podcasts? Like, subscribe, share, rate. JJ gave me the spiel the other day and I completely forgot it, but do that on our podcast as well as everyone that we... JJ doesn't exist in our season four podcast to date. He just... That's the underlying <laughs> thing here, folks, is is JJ going to be on this podcast series or is he just no. a myth? Are we just talking, right? about, are we talking about this guy that was a host or will he be a host? I think I'm, I'm going to put out a prediction right now. I don't think JJ is on the show until episode number. Or we have six, seven, and eight today. So I'm saying episode nine is my prediction. Do you think he's anyone else? Anyone else want to bet me that he's going to join sometime today? And no one can text him and ask him, Kevin. I saw you look down your phone. I, I, I've been texting him today, and he said nothing about joining the podcast. And well, fans, listen to the next one coming out right below this one. <laughs> and Or just let it play on. Um, keep listening. We have another awesome round of guests coming up next from our next podcast. And uh, make sure you check out the NASCAR Weekly Podcast and what all of those guys do. All their names, all their channels are listed in that YouTube feed if you just search out NASCAR Weekly Podcast on YouTube. And keep enjoying these podcasts, and we hope you uh, will tune in to the next one. Thank you.